Let's go to Beijing, where Timothy Ulrich is standing by. He is a writer for China Global Television Network. Opinions expressed by Timothy Ulrich do not reflect those of China Global Television or The David Feldman Show. Welcome, Timothy Ulrich. Hi, David. Thanks for having me again. Thank you for doing this. We appreciate it. Wuhan, where the coronavirus outbreak supposedly started, I I suspect it really did, has begun to allow people out of their homes. There's been a two-month lockdown that is easing, and we're getting reports that Wuhan is coming back to life. Can you speak to what the future looks like? Because Wuhan is where this virus started and where it ends. So are we seeing a return to normalcy in Wuhan yet? In Wuhan, it'll be a bit slower. Definitely here in Beijing, it's it's coming back to life. Actually, um, went out hiking the other day because uh, this mountain opened back up and there was just a, a huge crowd of people uh, out there hiking, which was, you know, people are getting out now. They're a bit more confident in uh, the situation. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the perfect time too. the the birds are chirping, springs coming out. So, it, yeah. And, and what are the rumors that have been spread and the misinformation and disinformation is rampant? coming out of China. Unfortunately, it's also coming out of the United States because Donald Trump stands on the podium every day and spews lies. So he can't be trusted. Here in America, we're relying on Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, and uh, Fauci, uh, Dr. Fauci, but mm -hmm. there is state misinformation being spread by Donald Trump. When we talk about Wuhan and when I start saying, well, the numbers did come down, my American counterparts say, yeah, but you can't really trust China to give accurate information. And I say, well, you can't really trust the United States to give accurate <laughs> information. How I know you work for China Global Television, you're an American citizen, but do you trust these numbers coming out of Wuhan? I mean, we're being told that there are almost zero new cases being reported in Wuhan. Well, just look at it this way. OK, so. Well, answer my question. Excuse me for one second. Is it true that uh, about a couple of days ago I read that the only new cases coming out of Wuhan, the epicenter, were people who had come to Wuhan. Uh, right, right. Um, imported cases right. all across China. Um, and so those are those are the reported numbers. Whether or not they're accurate really depends on have all the cases been detected. There could be asymptomatic cases still around um, that just haven't been detected and uh, there haven't been tests ran on them. As for as for the numbers at face value, I honestly don't see why not. 
I, I don't think anything. I don't think China would have anything to gain by deceiving people with those numbers. I mean, this is a this is a public health crisis that could only worsen if those numbers were, uh, you know, um, faked. Mm-hmm. But I think the the important thing to look at is the um, is the fact of the matter on the ground there. So. During this outbreak, they opened up 16 makeshift hospitals. Uh, these were either, you know, prefab hospitals or old uh, university dorms, hotels that were converted into into hospitals, isolation um, areas for for patients. And those have now all shut down. And uh, the the medical workers who were coming from all across the country to help are now going home. Now going so home. Was there a shortage of ventilators? Was there a shortage of hospital gowns and masks? There were, yeah. Yeah, and it, it was actually um, a massive show of national unity that all of these, all of these companies uh, – dedicated their facilities to retrofit themselves to make masks or gowns or there was even a um <clears throat> uh it made uh, uh it, how do i say this garments female garments and it, it retrofitted itself to make alcohol pads right so i mean there was a there was a major a major um public push to respond to this crisis now did this come from the top down or the bottom up well, a little bit of both. So there, there was a lot of push from the national government, um, but of course, you know, there, there were, um, there were factories that were available that had facilities ready to go that just said, "Hey, you know, we, we can make, uh, we can make masks. We're, um, we're a textile factory. We can retrofit this." I, I, I don't actually have the percentage of those who volunteered versus the national. But um, to be honest, I, I think that it was actually more from the top down. From the top down. Which contrasts. Exactly. Was Beijing shut down? Did they just say, do not leave your house? Yes. Yes, in a way. Um, so what happened with Beijing, most of the population here come from outside of Beijing. They're uh, from other cities. So they were telling people who were about to come home from uh, celebrating Spring Festival with their friends, uh, with their family back home, just don't come back to Beijing. Uh, so New York then, City, New York City, which many people think is the new epicenter, is a ghost town. You walk mm -hmm. outside, they've shut down all the restaurants, only essential services. Is that what Beijing looked like, say, a month ago? Yes. Yeah, it was. It was a ghost. Uh, they shut nice the, they shut the no entire traffic. They shut the entire economy down in Beijing. Yes. And yeah. what was considered yeah, was, what is considered essential services in Beijing? It was the hospitals, supermarkets, pharmacies. Those were pretty much the only things open up until just a few weeks ago. How was that enforced? Starting How was that enforced? <clears throat> Did you have police? Did you have military on the street? Were people being arrested for violating the curfew? I mean, what they say in the United States is, of course, it's dying in Wuhan because China is an authoritarian regime. It's very easy for them to lock down 
the entire region. And I say, well, you, you know, the United States has more prisoners per capita than China. Uh, <laughs> you know, we can do a pretty good job. We're, we're, an, author we're an authoritarian state, too. So I don't mean to be glib, or, but we, we, we can shut the valve, as Governor Cuomo says. I mean, we can shut the bridges and tunnels. Uh, was this enforced by the police, the military? Who was making sure that people stayed inside? Um, well, people stayed inside at their own volition because they knew how big this was. And there really wasn't anything to do. People would go out to the park and get some exercise. But aside from that, you know, grocery shopping, that was kind of the only limited activity. And how do people because get their comfort information? When I say comfort information, when there's a crisis in America, somebody emerges. Rudy Giuliani, believe it or not, after 9-11, became America's mayor. He was the person mm -hmm. everybody turned to because George W. Bush was a buffoon. Well, we have another buffoon in the Oval Office. So people are getting their comfort information from people like Andrew Cuomo, de Blasio, uh, I guess throughout, and that's what, what's happening uh, on the East Coast. Where do the Chinese get their comfort news from? Where, who tells them what to do? Is there somebody who goes on television and calms them? And who would that be? Well, so <clears throat> um, in China, there's this weird belief in a thing. Called, um, okay, I'm going to have to pronounce this correctly. Skyance? Is it Skyance? Is that how you pronounce that? S-C-I-E-N-C-E, -E, science? Oh, oh, science. It? Yes, it's this thing that, yeah, we used to, <laughs> it's, it's like a law, it's like Latin. It's a dead language, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. okay, so instead of putting Mike Pence, who believes that dinosaurs were a, a, a conspiracy from the devil, they put in charge an epidemiologist in charge of the task force and he does routine press conferences um aired on state media and uh that trickles out to the various other outlets non-state media um and across social media and um you know that's how that's how that information is disseminated the, right the big information to come out comes from a scientist okay you're, you're um, being funny a real life yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. Sorry. Uh, you know, like, so just think about if Anthony Fauci was in charge of this and he actually had power to, because he goes in front of Congress and says, like, yeah, that our testing system is failing. What if he actually had power to, to change that? Right. Right. All right. So people are congregating in Beijing. The restaurants have reopened, correct? Slowly but surely, yes. Um, I think that there are still some tourist attractions shut down um, in, in some restaurants, but for the most part, things are opening back up. But there's, there's certain rules in place, like um, at this one kind of popular spot for foreigners, it's called Sanley Twin, you go there and you have to sit a meter apart from each other only. What is a meter? This is the United States. What, what's a meter? Oh, uh, a yard. 
That would be three feet. One yard, yes. yes. Yep. <laughs> First responders in New York City are the food delivery people. Were the food delivery people in Beijing considered first responders? How did you treat them? I mean, people couldn't have um, stayed inside without them. They were they were instrumental. And I've said <clears throat> I've said this on Twitter, but there should be a national day for not just the the first responders, the medical, um, the medical, the the the. the uh, the people in the hospitals, uh, everybody on the front lines, but also people like uh, the, the grocery store workers, the, the delivery men. I mean, they were just fantastic. And, you know, every time I got a delivery, I made sure to tell them because tipping isn't a thing here, but I made sure to tell them. Wait, 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 wait. I thought tipping was a city in China. Tipping. That's an old joke. People say it. Remember, Tipping is not a city in China. Tip your waitress. I think that's an actual joke that comedians. Is it? I think the MC at comedy clubs Ooh. years ago used to say. Who said that? I, I think I've heard MCs at comedy clubs go, how about a hand for the waitresses? And remember, Tipping is not a city in China. It's not a city in China. So that's an accurate the, the, joke. the least among us are being neglected. Here in the United States, we, we hear about bailing out yeah. Boeing. We don't hear anything about uh, food banks and homeless shelters. What do you see in Beijing uh, with regards to the, the least among you, the poorest, the, uh, the hospitals, the prisons? Is it is it spreading in prisons? Is it spreading throughout the detention centers? There was an outbreak in a prison in Shandong, which was very worrying. Um, and, I, you know, you said it that America is more of a carceral state than America. The difference is here that people who were um, unable to pay through insurance or their insurance was not enough for treatment and testing, they received all of that for free. Mm -hmm. So I, I am very concerned about the 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 most disenfranchised economically in America compared to here. It's, it's incredibly worrying to think about that the most affected by this are the most disaffected in America. Have you tested? I have not, no. Could you test if you wanted to? Because we're being told that the secret to fighting off the coronavirus is testing, testing, testing. I'm right. not so sure that's well, I'm not, I'm going to reserve judgment on that. Did Beijing undergo a, a massive testing of its citizens? There really wasn't, because I think at the peak there was about uh, don't quote me on this under a thousand cases. Um, but, you know, if I did have the symptoms and I uh, I had the certain type of structure inside of my lungs viewed through a CT scan, then they would put me through a test. Yes. And it was easy to get tests. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. Before you go, we've been talking with Timothy Ulrich. He is a writer for China Global Television Network. Opinions expressed by Timothy do not reflect those of his employer. Please tell me what 
the citizens of Beijing were told regarding staying safe? What were you instructed to do to stay safe, to, to stay away from the virus? What is the official edict when it comes to staying safe from the virus? The, um, there was a lot of information about um, hygiene, washing your hands, wearing a mask when you go outside. But we're told masks by the American CDC. I'm sorry. Right? We're told not to wear a mask. That it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there is a uh, there's an interesting I tried to hit on this last time, but there's an interesting piece in Time magazine comparing the culture of masks in Asia versus America. Um, you know, if you have a cold or something, you wear a mask here so that you don't spread it. Okay. And I kind of brought this up last time that it helps um, it helps prevent it. It's not 100% because obviously, it, you know, I have to wear a mask everywhere I go and I'm I'm terrible at it. I'm always like itching my face and uh, removing it so that I can take a sip of water or something, but it does help. It really it does and and actually right as we speak, I'm about to send some masks to my parents just because you know, I, I would rather have them wear it than nothing at all. Kind of think of it like a like a prophylactic, you know, it's not 100 percent, but it certainly helps. We've been told that if you have the virus, you should wear the mask, but you don't wear the mask to keep from getting from the virus. Is that what they believe in Beijing? Uh, well, the, yeah, the 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 way of thinking is that you don't want to dispel the water droplets right but if if you're thinking that the the mass will keep you from getting the virus then you're mistaken uh, i believe so but still you have um people in the hospitals med uh, medical workers wearing the mask to prevent it but they have actual training so what so the official edict is wear a mask wash your hands what else are you being told to do in beijing <laughs> so you all you almost just hit every point of like the most common propaganda poster out right now which is wear a mask wash your hands trust in the science trust in the science yeah they, they literally say That's trust kind of, in the science uh that's that's a good way to uh, th that's kind of my translation of it is trust in the science, but it's probably more like have faith that science will um, bring calm, I guess. I, yeah. What, kind of bad speak to, to this for a second, because I, I know we're all anti-organized religion on this show. So we have various conversations about religious nuts who are saying this is the wrath of God visited upon the, the demons in our country, all that stuff and the insanity of religion over science. Uh, China is still run by the Communist Party. The Communist Party at one time outlawed religion. But I didn't know that they've eased restrictions on religion in China. They are pushing science. I mean, that becomes something that's manifest. You can you can hear that in in government doctrine where they're saying trust science. They're, they're literally saying trust science. Don't.
believe in the quackery that's out there, medical quack, quackery and religious quackery. Is that what they're saying? Well, so you have to understand that China is a very scientifically oriented society. Uh, a vast majority of people believe in things like evolution and global warming, uh, very alien concepts to Americans. Um, and a lot of the, the bureaucrats, the, the people in the government are from STEM backgrounds. Even um, I believe Xi Jinping studied chemical engineering when he was in college and he's the chairman of the of communist he's the chairman of the communist party correct yeah the president of china he's the leader okay and and trump's best friend apparently. yes last question civil liberties <laughs> did you uh -huh. feel you lost any civil liberties during this crisis I mean, not really, because that would be selfish, right? For me to be all like, oh, I, I, I can't go and sit down in this Starbucks. What hath God wrought? Where are my civil liberties? Okay. I, I just don't get that argument. I would be I would be infringing on somebody else's civil, civil liberties if I if I forwent those certain restrictions. But are being are people being sent to prison for violating curfews? Yeah. I, I really haven't heard of any. Okay. Um, you know, I have a friend in, in uh, Zhejiang province, which is just kind of near Shanghai. And they had a they had a major outbreak. One of the things that happened was that you could only leave one person from each apartment could only leave like once or twice every two days. Um, and, and the biggest thing is, is like, um, you know, your, your building manager, the person in charge of your community um, has a say in that, you know, that you show them a card in some instances to go in, get, get back out. Um, I mean, there wasn't really any police involvement in that. It was more uh, up to that community official. Okay. Do they believe that the virus came from the United States? Or do they believe it came from Wuhan? This is, um, okay, so the-, the uh, And the reason I asked this I question, the reason, I, the reason I asked this question is a yeah. lot of Americans are talking about a virus, a flu-like cold that we, all contracted in December, around the same time that the Wuhan virus, the Wuhan, the, the coronavirus came out of Wuhan, around the same time that they were reporting this virus in China, I had something, a lot of people had something, and a lot of people are wondering if that was in fact the coronavirus or something similar. You're not a scientist. This is speculation. I'm just curious what they're saying yep. in China. Do they believe, because I've heard that certain Chinese leaders have said that the coronavirus came from the United States. What is yeah. being said in Beijing? So this is this is really funny and um there's there's mixed answers on this so the epidemiologist in charge 
of this entire uh, investigation, it, taking hold of everything to do with this outbreak, he says that there's indications that it may have not have started in Wuhan. And, you know, it kind of left us on a cliffhanger. There was there wasn't really much follow up to that. There was a report published by NPR that said that Italian doctors were noticing strange pneumonia type cases as early as November. And then you have the spokesperson for the foreign ministry, um, uh, Zhao Lijian, who said that this was actually brought over by American troops during the military games that took place in Wuhan. Um, there were American troops. Really, in, there were American troops in Wuhan. Yeah. So so there were military games that took place late last year in Wuhan where um, uh, m uh, militaries from all around the world were competing, kind of like the military Olympics in a way. I didn't know that um, there was such a so thing as the military Olympics. Me neither until we started covering it. <laughs> it was very. I'm going to look that up yeah, right so, now. The military you know, Olympics. Wuhan military Games. The Oh, my God. Military World Games 2019 in Wuhan. The Military World yeah. Games is a multi-sport event for military sports people organized by the International Military Sports Council. Wow. And it took place in Wuhan. Yep. Very Which is the same place that this outbreak took place, right? Um, a lot of people like connecting dots. Uh, uh -huh. You have uh, Tom Cotton. Is that the one who went the on Fox News and said that it, it was a bioweapon that Ch China released from its um, its its special... Uh, uh, what is it called? Infectious Disease Lab. Mm-hmm. Well, there is talk just, that there's a that there is a weapons lab in Wuhan and that the virus may have been weaponized as an experiment and then uh, got accidentally right, released. Which, have you heard this? Well, I'm, I don't want to go there. Yeah, you have. No, heard that. Right. And the WHO has actually ruled out that this was an engineered virus. Right. Uh, so <laughs> who are you going to go with? Um, and. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of dots like that that people like to connect because this is like the the highest level security for um, uh, biological agents and infectious diseases. There's one in Omaha, Nebraska, right? Um, okay. So and, we're, yeah, we're 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 going into territory. Let's wrap up with this. According to NCOV. 2019.live. This is where we've been told to go to get the latest updates on casualties and all that. In the United States, uh, so far, we have 35,581 confirmed cases of the coronavirus. It's going up because we're beginning to test. I'm sorry? That's scary. Yeah, but we're beginning. scary. Yeah, we're beginning to test. In China, there are 81,093 confirmed cases out of, what, 1.2, 1.3 billion? 
people? Over 1.4 billion. You'll get it someday. You'll get it someday. I'll get it someday. 1.4. Right. 466 Americans have died from the coronavirus so far in China. 3,270 have died from it. Uh, On uh, Sunday, nine people died in China from the virus. Uh, And uh, 39 new cases have been reported. So it's definitely going down in China and definitely going up Mm -hmm. in the United States. It took about three months in China to get this under control. And now are they planning for the second wave? There's going to be the aftershock that could end up being far worse, right? Um, I haven't heard talks about that outside of your show. Um, Obviously, I'm sure that there's there's concerns about it just because people are going back to work migrants are <clears throat> migrant workers are going back to the cities that they work in so i mean that if plus the imported cases the influx of people coming back to china i mean yeah it's it's pretty concerning okay we have been talking with Timothy Ulrich. He is a writer for China Global Television Network. He's an American citizen working in Beijing, opinions expressed by Timothy do not reflect those of China Global Television Network. Thank you. Great job. Stay well. Can you stay on the line, sir? How do people follow you on Twitter, please? Uh, yeah, I'm at Tall Tim Too Tall. Tall Tim, the number two tall. It's a, that's a hard Twitter handle. Can you email me that? Whenever we're posting the show, it takes <laughs> yeah. time to find your Twitter handle thank you timothy stay on the line for one second thank you stay well tip tip your delivery drivers everybody yeah yeah cash seriously pay them cash Cash money cash yes do it or bitcoin well we'll discuss that later hang on (laughs) 